Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Monday, November 23rd. It's hard to believe that it is Thanksgiving week already. What a wild year this has been. And I know it's a wild Thanksgiving week uh, for many of you as well. Um, I do hope that uh, you are doing your best to uh, limit your exposure over the Thanksgiving holiday. I know that's such a difficult thing. We have uh, family in uh, several different states, and we are always connected to family and friends with a full house at Thanksgiving. And we're making the decision to be by ourselves, and uh, that's going to be tough, but uh, we're going to try to make the best of it. And I uh, we'll probably talk about that a little bit as we move through the week. Just as a note, uh, York Lines Daily will be released for three days this week, and then we'll take a break for Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, and then jump back in the following Monday. Um, so uh, just so you know, don't uh, you don't need to be looking for podcasts on Thursday and Friday, but you will uh, get a new one uh, coming on Monday. I wanted to uh, look at a, a, a couple verses that I know if you've been with the daily podcast all the way back since March, uh, these are verses that we've looked at a couple different times, and I think they're just really important for this season. Um, I, I recognized uh, la- last week and going into this week, there's just a lot of uncertainty. A lot of us feel a, a sense of um, dis-ease, uh, not disease, although that's around as well, but uh, dis-ease as we are journeying right now. Uh, the the uh, numbers and the spread of the virus is so high. Uh, the political situation is so tense. Uh, there's so much uncertainty with things like schools and businesses and then going into the holidays and what decisions we should and shouldn't be making and what the impact of those decisions will be and and all of that stuff. And, and it just, uh, our, our, our hearts don't seem to be resting in so many instances. And in thinking about that and in thinking about Thanksgiving week and what it means for us to truly celebrate Thanksgiving in a just an odd way this year, I've come back to uh, Philippians chapter 4, very familiar passage. Let me just read for you um, verses 4 to 7, and uh, we'll dwell a little bit more on verses 6 and 7. This is what Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone, because the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything— By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Powerful words for us in a season like the season that we're in. Uh, It's reasonable, Paul says, for us to not be anxious about anything. Because God is over all things. And while we know that logically and uh, we can confess that doctrinally, that can be difficult for us to engage um, practically. Uh, It's hard for us to remember, I know God is in control. There's no need for me to be anxious because I can trust him. So it's something that we need to remind ourselves of again and again, that he is in control, that there, uh, there, is no, there have been no surprises 
all year there has not been one thing that has happened that has surprised God. Lots of stuff that surprised us, nothing that surprised God. And so he said, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, bringing your heart before God with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So it's interesting that he's saying, be thankful while you're requesting, while you're asking God for what you don't have. Uh, And I I think that's an interesting tension that we should press into at this Thanksgiving season. To say, God, I'm thankful for a a variety of different things. You know, that's one of the ways that I've been thinking going into this week. There's so much that I can be thankful for in the midst of such a weird season. That doesn't mean that I don't long for something different. I'm making my request known to God. I, I wish to be with my family. I wish to be able to interact with uh, the community around me with more freedom. I wish to be able to live in certain ways that I'm not able to live right now. But I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that we have a scientific understanding of what's going on so that I can choose to follow protocols that keep me and my family safe. I'm so thankful that we're living in an age where a vaccine is a uh, not just a possibility, but something that seems to be barreling towards us, where we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, although there's still a lot of darkness of the tunnel ahead of us. Uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and so I can be thankful for that. I can be thankful for things like technology that allow me to Zoom or FaceTime with uh, family and friends from all over the world and not be bound by space, not be bound by uh, the need to be physically present. I can be thankful for my immediate family and the chance that we have, uh, even though it feels like the house gets smaller day by day as uh, a bunch of uh, large humans embody this small place, uh, which is not even small, but it feels small after, uh, after all these months. Um, but I can be thankful that we enjoy one another. We enjoy the time that we get to spend with one another. And not everybody has the same areas of thankfulness that I do. But those, along with so many more, the goodness of God, the way that we've seen God work through this season, these are areas where I can be thankful while still making my requests known to God, while still saying, and I wish it wasn't like this. And I wish that I was able to do things differently. I wish this whole thing was over. I wish that it was different. That both of those things held in tension with one another are not just appropriate, but I would say they're obedient. That's what God expects of us. He doesn't expect that we are going to uh, just be good with everything. He, he says, make your request known to God, but be thankful. And, and then verse 7, I think, is the, the, the key response that we need to recognize. The peace of God, which tr- surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. When I'm thankful, while making requests, while I'm recognizing what I don't have, while still embracing what I do, when I'm seeing the goodness of God, while I'm still asking God to come through in so many other ways, the response that God gives to me, not that I generate on my own, but that God gives to me, is peace. The dis-ease becomes ease, becomes what the Bible calls shalom, a a sense of, even in the midst of this, I know that God's in charge. I know that he's got this. I know that it's okay. 
And so I can just simply rest. And that's what I want to invite you into this week. I want to spend just a couple days saying, God, what does it look like for us to truly celebrate Thanksgiving, not as a, uh, an historical holiday and remembrance, not as a large gathering of family and friends, a consumeristic gateway into the holiday season, but how can I truly be thankful? And how can I be thankful in such a way that it leads to peace? And so we'll talk a bit more about that in the next couple of days leading up to Thanksgiving. But my prayer for you is that you would, with Thanksgiving, make your request known to God and that he would bring you peace. I pray indeed that the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ would rest upon you, dwell deeply within you, and flow from you to a waiting, watching, and needy world, a world that so desperately needs to hear the truth. May you and I speak it boldly, quickly, and willingly as we declare the goodness of God to the world around us. Have a great day. Look forward to being back with you again tomorrow.